Welcome to the Healthy Human Revolution podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today I'm so excited to welcome a personal friend, Dr. Andrew Freeman. How are you, sir? I am doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. Um, so Dr. Freeman is a cardiologist. He's the director of Cardiovascular Disease Prevention and Wellness at National Jewish in Colorado. And if anyone needs a cardiologist in Colorado or anywhere for that matter, definitely go check out Dr. Freeman. We'll put his information in the links below. But Dr. Freeman, can you tell us a little bit about, first of all, why did you go into medicine? Because I think it's always kind of interesting. You know, is there a story behind it? And certainly how did you find a uh, plant-based diet? Uh, okay, so lots of great questions. Uh, so first, there are two plant-based cardiologists in the state, so 50% of them are on with you right now, um, interestingly enough. So I went into medicine probably like a lot of folks uh, growing up on the East Coast, more or less because uh, I was railroaded into it a little bit by my parents. Uh, but really, as an undergrad, um, I had the, the privilege of doing both biology and computer science and ended up doing an honors program uh, where I developed a project in electrocardiography. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting and neat and predictive. And, you know, the whole concept that human bodies generate electricity is just interesting, period. But that being said, I was like, okay, well, this seems really interesting. And I went through medical school, of course, and uh, really loved it. Always been a science-y kind of nerdy type that way. And, uh, you know, one of the few parts, bright spots, if you will, in medicine where you didn't really have to memorize everything and kind of regurgitate it and memorize it and regurgitate and memorize was cardiology, where you could actually use logic and thinking. So, you know, I really enjoyed it. And then when I became an intern, I definitely tried my best to get cardiology rotations. Uh, and then I just really fell in love with the idea that, you know, it's one of the few specialties where you could diagnose things, you could treat things, and people actually got better, which was really nice because a lot of specialties you diagnose, but people don't always get better. Uh, and then it also had like a lot of sort of lifestyle things, which at the time I didn't really realize were so important, but were interesting nonetheless to me. And then, uh, you know, went through fellowship and like everybody else was a good conformist and uh, trained in a, in a bad place, uh, in a wonderful place with lots of bad disease uh, in at Temple in Philadelphia. Uh, and around the hospital were, you know, cheesesteak places and Dunkin' Donuts and all that. And I used to tell my patients who had bypass surgery, you know, hey, you really shouldn't eat cheesesteaks anymore. And then I would go eat a cheesesteak. Um, <laughs> and then I finally came out to Colorado. And after a few years in practice, you know, I kind of got tired of throwing pills at people repeatedly. You know, people got better-ish or better for a while, but they never really were cured or they had some side effects from the medicines or whatever it was. So I said, you know, there's got to be something better. And you know, one of my good buddies in medical school, um, who used, we used to tease mercilessly, was vegan in medical school um, and became a cardiac electrophysiologist out in California uh, because his dad had a heart attack in, in, in when his dad was four, in his 40s. So he said, I got to be vegan. I got the same genes. And so, uh, you know, we used to tease him mercilessly and then full circle, here we are all these years later and here I am in the same boat, along with many of my colleagues, believe it or not. And I think uh, uh, once I, you know, I very vividly remember we were on a family vacation out in Steamboat, Colorado, a big ski resort for those of you not familiar. And it was in the summer, so beautiful hiking and all that. And we ate uh, the night before I finished my last book, which at the time I think was The China Study. Uh, we ate out, wait, I ate out and had, I had a greasy cheeseburger. And then the next day I was vegan after the book was finished. And actually I've never looked back. And uh, the truth is, um, uh, after training in Philadelphia and before that, Rhode Island, uh, home of the famous extra extra at Dunkin' Donuts, which was extra sugar and extra cream in your coffee. Um, 
I ended up uh, going fully plant-based. Six months later, I dropped, you know, 35 pounds, redid my life insurance physical, got a rebate check in the mail, which was really cool. Uh, and then started really doing this with my patients. And for the first time in my career, I actually saw a cure as opposed to control of disease, which I never thought was possible. And I always joke, I always ask my colleagues, well, when was the last time you cured somebody? And nobody really ever cures anybody, right? People ask me, well, when I get that stent put in, where does it all go? And the answer is that cheesesteak and all that other stuff you ate has just been squished up against the arterial wall. Um, so it doesn't actually control the process and people always are mesmerized by that, but you know, it's rung true over the last 10 years, the studies in cardiology are showing that a lot of the things that we've done for people may be temporizing measures, but they're not long lasting solutions. And I don't know about you, but you know, I'm now in my mid 40 or early forties and soon to be mid forties. And I don't want to be on pills for the rest of my life. And I'm not on any now and I hope not to be. Um, but right. I, I can't imagine you know, pushing people to do that for the rest of their life. So, um, so I started doing that here and then, you know, I was probably teased quite intensely, probably just karma from teasing my good medical school buddy. Um, and, and then finally people have realized that this really works. And many of my patients, you know, I work at a lung hospital, number one respiratory hospital in the country, you know, their asthma gets better or surprisingly they get off the lung transplant list or heart failure recovers or diabetes goes away. And, you know, it's not just one of these cases, it's dozens now, which is really exciting. And so I think I'm pretty much hooked. And then, you know, you also ask, well, how did I get this way? And what else did I do? So, you know, I remember very vividly when I first went plant-based, I went to VegFest Colorado, which was our local VegFest. And it was small and intimate and not very robust and uh, I'm like, you know what, I want to contribute to this. So I started lecturing every year. I now teach there. And I said to the American College of Cardiology at the time, which was a very surprising and scary thing, but uh, I joined the prevention section and they actually had no nutrition or lifestyle group. So I started it. And I'm <laughs> pleased to say that the group that I have includes Neil Barnard and Kim Williams and Essie and, you know, uh, Dean Ornish and Rob Osfeld and Eugenia Gianos and all these people that you probably know uh, mm -hmm. or have heard of. And I know have, all of them. <laughs> yeah, we've done some really amazing things, um, writing papers and developing programs. And I'm also pleased to say for the first time ever, the college is offering uh, for docs, the first ever health promotion live course this spring, uh, which has a huge nutrition component, which has never been done before. Wow. So bottom line is we're doing some really amazing things and uh, it's exciting to see all the progress we've made. And then, you know, people like you who have developed a, a great journal and a wonderful set of teaching offerings and all. I mean, these are just great things that have transformed what we do every day. And there are surprisingly probably 40 to 50 people in our work group. And I never thought there were anybody who could do uh, and wants to do lifestyle this way. So it's really exciting. So that's my long, short story. Wow, that's phenomenal. So what year was this that you read the China study and switched over? So it was probably about seven years ago. Um, okay. In, in the summer. So 2012? Roughly, yeah, 2011, 2012. Okay, so about the time I did. Yeah, and I was dabbling in it, and I was like, you know, I always tell people you should eat more plants and blah, blah, blah. But it's really hard to say to somebody, you should eat this way, and then you totally don't eat this way. Right. So now I, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. I should tell you, you know, one of the things that I did prior to this, which was um, I never imagined myself doing, was I started this program called Walk with a Doc. So when I was in fellowship, mm -hmm. this guy out in Ohio 
uh, David Sabger, a cardiologist, started this program, was walking with his patients. I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. I'll try to do that here. So I, I started in uh, my first job ever here at National Jewish in 2009, waited a year, got the program up and running. And it really sort of forced me to be exercising and doing the right things. And I'm like, well, if I can do this, I should do the nutrition part. And I should try to be more mindful and more stress relieving and, you know, nurture the connections in my life, all the things I tell my patients. And in a lot of ways, I kind of said to myself, if I'm going to do this for patients, I really got to do this for me. And so now I can say I am internally consistent. Um, You know, do I still eat an occasional white carb? Yes. You know, I'd love not to, but you know, if someone brings me something or it's my birthday and someone says, Hey, I got you a V or baked you a vegan cake. You know, it's really hard to say, no, I'm not eating this or whatever, but by and large, I try to do this. Right. Absolutely. So, and I think one that allows you to speak with confidence and excitement too, because you're doing it and you've seen those changes in your own life and patients will feed that. Like they, they love that because doctors don't talk to our patients like that. We, we don't speak life into them, right? We speak always pills and now I'm saying there's not a place for pills. Obviously, you know, I work with Dr. Kim Williams all the time on the journal and stuff, but you know, there's certainly a place for certain drugs with paired with lifestyle um, management. And it's very powerful when you bring in that lifestyle medicine though, it's just so phenomenal to see people actually reverse disease. I mean, it's really, it's, it's, it, it's, it's just like mind boggling. So oh, it is. And I, I would tell you, I, I've done a couple of other things here that are really unique. So luck of the draw, um, there's a woman who works here. Her name's uh, Lata Moore and she runs the art of living Institute in Denver, which is an international organization, which is about meditation and the work of this guy named Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Anyway, she happened to work here. She's an MBA and, you know, standard Western plus all this Eastern stuff. So we got her to start uh, a mindfulness meditation group for employees. That has been really just amazing. I actually did one of her courses outside. Uh, But even better was we started the first ever transitioning to plant-based support group for patients. And we've had a number of different people run it. But most recently, the guy who runs it, uh, and you may have seen him online. It's a guy named Chef Jeff. Uh, He has a, a local Colorado guy. And he'll tell you a story, so I'm not violating any HIPAA or anything like that. But he came to see me after he had a car accident. He had a very weak heart, around 20% ejection fraction, normal's around 60. And um, basically, I put him on the plane. He came to me wearing a life vest, uh, you know, those external defibrillators, because he was afraid he was going to die. And I put him on this plan, and he literally cured himself of diabetes, obesity, heart failure, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, the works. And he runs our support group. And it meets every month and it's growing and growing. We probably have 40 to 50 people on a Saturday for an hour and a half. And that has been transformative because not only can I say, here's what you should do. And I give them a packet of really great materials because it's not fair to say, stop eating what you've been eating for the last 60 years and do this. Now Mm -hmm. I actually give them materials to start them off. But now I also have a support group to get them into. And then, you know, at Walk with a Doc, we do a lot of nutrition reinforcement. So they have at least two times a month to kind of keep the reinforcements going. That's been really monumental. And it's really nice when patients say to me, well, do you do this? Well, yes. And I do it a lot. Um, and wow. I, uh, and I think getting people on board with that energy is really what's been powerful. Absolutely. So you have, not only do you have your clinic, but you're doing research as well. You've written papers, you walk the dock, you have support groups. <laughs> oh my goodness. And was, when you, you mentioned you were two of, a uh, two of the, car, you know, cardiologists that were probably, are you also talking about Maria? Yes. Anderson? As, yes. Okay. 
and she's leaving for a year to get more training. So you will be the sole one for a year now. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the interesting thing about Maria Anderson, who is a really amazing person and an electrophysiologist at that. Yes. Very, very so smart. I know her. I knew her before I got here. So she was actually my cardiology fellow when I was a resident at Brown. Ooh. So it's a super small world. It is a very small world. Yeah. So, plant-based. Yeah, she's super great. So I really enjoy her and she's a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that, that is interesting news. But the other thing that we do that's really unique that I should share is um, we started the only intensive cardiac rehab program in the Denver metro region. So in short, this is based on the work of Dean Ornish and mm -hmm. it's covered by Medicare and all the major insurers. But if someone has a heart attack or bypass surgery or valve surgery or angina or more recently a heart failure with an EF of less than 35%, they qualify for this program. And it is a nine week program that meets twice a week for four hours at a time. And they do an hour of exercise like every other rehab, an hour of plant-based nutrition. So we teach them how to eat this way and then we give them a meal so they know it tastes good. An hour of group support and an hour of stress relief. So a certified yoga instructor comes in and actually leads them through meditation mindfulness techniques. So, so far we've run this for about a year and a month. We've put about 115 people or so through and it has transformed 115 lives. So everybody has lost weight. Um, everybody has had improvements in cholesterol and C-reactive protein to measure inflammation, quality of life, mental status, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it is really, really, really amazing to see. And on top of that, it's covered by insurance, which is just amazing. So in short, I've done- Sounds, like some, it sounds like some really good uh, case report studies. Yeah, so actually he's published <laughs> a lot of his composite data and lots of case reports for the journal would be would be great. We have a, quite a few. In fact, uh, I'm hoping that I'll get a video. Um, and this woman uh, is an amazing woman who came to me with unremitting microvascular angina. So she had seen, you know, the world experts in this out in California and then Florida. Uh, you may know Carl Papine who's down there, um, and uh, couldn't get rid of her heartache literally. And so did this program, and had the courage and the enough support from this program to leave an abusive marriage of 49 years and literally cured her heartache on multiple levels. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like that's the kind of like inspiring story that like keeps me going because it really just, how do you, how could you possibly replicate that? When was the last time you made someone go from miserable angina to no angina with diet and lifestyle and then you actually got rid of the major stressor in their life? It's pretty amazing. And that's the kind of story that I love because it really shares the power that, you know, this is a very squishy topic, right? It's not like there's a hard endpoint for how do you cure someone's metaphorical heartache? But right. we did. And I don't wow. take any credit for it. It's all her. She just had the support of the people in her group because you go through with 10 other people or 12 other people and right. it was transformative. Wow. But that speaks volumes because I've seen the same thing happen, right? So you start with the whole idea is physical health, Right. But then you start seeing the mental health, the spiritual health, you know, the the transformations of relationships. When you feel better internally, physically, spiritually, mentally, you totally. treat others differently. That emotional response is different and their whole lives change. They glow. They're thriving. And it's like, yes. you know, because I'll be 50 next year. So I'm right there with you. I don't want any part of chronic disease. So I'm doing everything I can to prevent that. So, right. No, and I, I'm unfortunate. I have lots of bad genes against me. So I'm hoping oh, uh, as the studies show that they won't hold me hostage and knock on wood. You know, I just added some life insurance since we have three kids and I passed the physical with flying colors. So, 
Nice. No, my, I, we should compare bad genes. My, my real dad had his first heart attack at 38. Yikes. Mom's dad died at 46. So I'm past wow. that. And then um, my mother's had breast cancer, her mother and all their sisters. Some of them have died from it. Wow. And um, so, yeah, I'm genetically screwed. So yep. whatever I can do is, you know, like Dr. Kim Williams says, one of my favorite quotes from him is like, I don't mind dying. I just don't want it to be my fault. <laughs> yes. No, so. I'm with you. He says a lot of very, very poignant things. One of the things he always says, there are two kinds of cardiologists, right? The ones who are vegan and the ones who haven't read the data. Exactly. Um, very interesting. <laughs> uh, that one is not well, uh, well liked by the bat, the masses, as you can imagine, but nonetheless, right. thing. But, right. uh, but Kim is a very well liked man. So it's easy for him to deliver these pointed topics without being very <laughs> So, um, but anyway, I know I learned something from him every time I talk to him, which is often. So well, it's, it's you know been a lot of fun. That Kim is actually going to be out this summer for VegFest Colorado. Oh, when is VegFest Colorado? I'm sure people I, may want to know. Yeah, I don't know offhand. I, th- I forget because I have so many commitments, but I believe it's at the either end of July or early August. Oh, awesome. I'll, yeah. I'll have already moved back home. To yes, VegFestColorado.org is their website. Okay, so vegfestcolorado.org. And then you have a website, vegancardiologist.com. Yes, and unfortunately, I don't update it often enough, but it is a, a great little resource for some folks. And I usually post some of my talks there so people can download the slides if they're interested. Awesome. That is phenomenal. Um, so now when someone, let's say that someone's listening and they're in the Colorado area and they need to see a cardiologist or look into some of the programs that you're your uh, offering, where can they find you? Like, how should they search for you? Is there a website on National yeah. Jewish? Like, how should they look? Totally. So you can always Google Andrew Freeman, MD Cardiology, Colorado, and you'll find lots of folks, lots of websites. There are many other Andrew Freeman MDs out there, though, so make sure you get the right one because there are some uh, family medicine other places. And then uh, I would say that njhealth.org uh, is where you can find our website. And they, uh, if someone wants to call for an appointment, uh, we accept most insurances. It's 303-398-1355. And then other than that, um, you know, I speak almost every year at VegFest Colorado. I usually speak at the plant-based summit that's in Colorado. Uh, and then I kind of go all over the place here and there. So, uh, you know, Google us, uh, Google me, you'll find me. And uh, I'd love for folks to attend Walk With a Doc. It's free. They can find the information on that at either denver.walkwithadoc.org or njhealth.org slash WWAD, walk with a doc. Okay, so if you can send me those links, I'll put everything here and so they can do the walk with the doc and whatever yeah. upcoming you know talks you'll be doing and your phone number, I'll put all that in there so they don't have to search it, but they'll yeah. definitely know you're in the area. So phenomenal. Yeah, just send me an email so I can remember to send it to you. Oh, I'll, I'll email you when we're done here. And then um, also, is there any, I know you're busy and you've got to go, but is there any last little bit of advice that you like to maybe share with the audience? Let's say someone's like, wow, this is, is a cardiologist is really cool. They're doing some amazing transformational things. Anything that you would like to, you know, last few words? Because I, I know you've got a lot of stuff to do this afternoon. Right? Oh, well, yeah, no, this is great. I, I love sharing this type of knowledge. I guess at the end of the day, I would tell you that there are probably somewhere in the range of four or five major tenets of health that I try to get all my patients to do. And very similar to what Dean Ornish says, you know, I always tell people that they should eat plants, ideally only, exercise more, 
stress less and love more. So eat, I'm sorry, you cut out just for a second. So eat more plants. Eat more plants, exercise more, stress less and love more. And then of course also sleep well. And you know, people are always very surprised to learn this and, and Dean does a lot more justice to this than I do, but there's really solid evidence that people who are in good committed relationships or have a good support network with family and friends, uh, you know, their, their religious organization, whatever it is, those people actually do the best. And people very much underestimate the mind-body connection. And a lot of people say, oh, that's all foo-foo, blah, blah, blah. But I would tell you that there's really hard outcomes that are very, very convincing. And it's very hard uh, to say otherwise. In fact, the CDC this year uh, has really come out with loneliness, right, as a major mm. issue. And it actually has a lot to do uh, with cardiovascular outcomes. Mm. So bottom line is, you know, one's heart really does speak volume, so to speak. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of words we use every day, you know, heartache, and my, I have a pit in my stomach, and my heart flutters around this person, or whatever it is, but there's a lot of words that we really use, and, you know, I always tell people, even words like disease, right, dis-ease, lack of ease, trying to get ease out of life is really what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so it's interesting, too, that you mentioned that, just on a a side note, it's a, you know, anecdotal, but I've had a patient who, who had high blood pressure and I taught her some four, seven, eight breathing. So it's like deep breathing, which I'm sure you're familiar with, but yeah. for those who don't know, it's a four cycles of deep breath in over four, you hold it for seven, release over eight. And I teach that to a lot of my anxiety patients, but um, we measured her blood pressure at the time and it dropped 15 points, just a matter of around, it was, you know, a, a couple of minutes. And um, so that you're exactly right. We respond hormonally, you know, um, you know, to situations, how we speak to ourselves. That's another thing. Um, but those relationships are very important. We're social creatures, you know. We're not meant to be alone. Um, we're meant to connect and support one another and, and love, absolutely. But I'm actually interviewing Dr. Ornish tomorrow, so I'm excited <laughs> to talk to him about his book, his new book out, so... Excellent. Well, much appreciated. And uh, thanks so much uh, for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're amazing. And we should definitely do this again. I have some ideas. <laughs> All right, good. All right. I'm going to run because someone needs me. All right. I'll talk okay. to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.